hello 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 good morning everybody i believe god is blessing you and everything is going so well with you y'all welcome to seven days of his power and i'm believing and trusting god that throughout these seven days the glory of god and the power of god will be seen in your life wherever you are this morning it has been by the grace and mercies of god god bless you so much and in the next seven days by the directive of the living god i'm going to lead you through prayers prophecies fasting word of god and so many wonderful things my name is papa elijah and then God will bless our lives. I encourage you to partake in this wonderful program. And your life is never going to be the same. Quickly before I share today's sermon, I would like to brief you about the things that would happen in the next seven days as you prepare for this journey. Today is Tuesday and it's the first day of our program. The Lord bless you and guide you. So I was there last three weeks and the Lord appeared to me in a vision and said to me that we have to fast and pray and prepare for the year 2020. So the Lord told me that the year 2020, and I declare, is the year of experiencing God's power it's a year of experiencing god's power the year 2020 is the year of experiencing god's power and as i've declared it is only those who believe in god and have faith that can experience his power because it's a year of experiencing the lord's power 2020 is a year of experiencing god's power most times we see that god has done so many things for people in the bible then we ask ourselves can we also experience such power yes it is very possible for us to experience that power so the year 2020 has been declared as the year of experiencing god's power so throughout the seven days this is how things would go we are fasting for seven days 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day. And this is how the Lord is taking us. On the first day, which is today, I will preach about experiencing God's power. The second day, I will preach about divine power. The third day, I will preach about God is the source of all power. On the fourth day, I will preach about God's saving power. On the fifth day, I will preach about life-giving power. On the sixth day, I will preach about God's power in action. And the climax, which is on the seventh day, that is the 30th of December 2019, I will preach about the purpose of God's supernatural power. Beloved, I entreat you, to partake in this seven days fast and prayers 
our sermons only in audio will be sent via whatsapp and facebook this time i would not do the written they will all be in audio since they will be a bit lengthy so they'll all be in audio i'm looking at the nature of the first seven days please i do not expect you to call me throughout this period right after the seven days program from 3rd to 5th of january 2020 i'm organizing a phone in program where you can call and then whatever thing god has for you in the year 2020 it will be unveiled for you to know for you to pray and stand firm and await the manifestation the power and the glory of god god bless you so much so this is how things should go so this morning i'm starting day one with experiencing god's power shall we bow our heads in prayer and pray father let your power be among your people i pray this day that as your word is coming oh god speak to our understanding and our hearing manifest yourself today I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that daddy from this day tuesday the 24th of december to the 30th of december 2019 i pray that daddy may you grant us the strength throughout this journey in this seven days fast and prayers may you shut every bellies by the power of the living god may we never feel that we are hungry in the name of jesus May we never test for anything in the name of Jesus. From 6 o'clock a.m. to 6 p.m. each day. May your spirit be with us and may you strengthen us. And that at the break of fast, may you guide us. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for saturating the atmosphere. We thank you for your word that is coming to us. We thank you for hearing us this day. In Jesus' name have we prayed. God bless you everybody. We are starting our seven days fasting today. It's 6 o'clock a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't limit it to 12. Discipline yourself. Pray to God for strength. And God will see you through. This is the period that you have to consecrate yourself. And it's the period you have to lock up yourself. Find yourself in some room. As you are celebrating this Christmas season, don't do the chickens and the drinks and other things sacrifice them for something great unless you forgo something you cannot achieve anything better forgo your chicken forgo your jollof rice forgo your drinks forgo everything and lock yourself in the room camp yourself in your room and let's pray let's engage in prayers let's engage in fasting let's study the word of god let's read our bibles this is not the time for you to go gossiping. This is not the time for you to visit friends. This is not the time for you to be going to and fro. This is not the time for you to go to your village to cheer. No, you are making a big mistake. This is the time for you to lock up yourself, be in your room in the next 12 hours, from 6 to 12 and from 12 to 6 p.m. In the next 12 hours, lock up yourself. Go before the Lord, pray to God. 
study your Bible, speak to God. He is your father. He will hear you. The year 2020 has been declared by the prophet of God, by the unction and grace of God. That is a year of experiencing God's power. Go on your knees, speak to God. That God, me also, I want to experience your glory. God, I also, I want to experience your power. I've seen that Moses experienced it. I've seen that Abraham experienced it. I've seen that Aaron experienced it. Elijah experienced it. Ah, Elijah experienced it. It is up to me today. It has left with me also to experience your power and your glory in my academics, in my marriage, in my childbirth, in my finances, in my travels, in all aspects of my life. So God appeared to me. God, I am believing in you. God, I am trusting in you. This is what you are supposed to do. You are not supposed to be walking about, running helter-skelter. You are going to and fro. I see nothing is about to happen in the year 2020. This is the purpose of the fast. Lock up yourself somewhere. If people will disturb you, go to the mountains. Climb the mountains like I've climbed. Climb the mountains and go before God. Your fasting is not important. Only if you can make good use of the period of the fast. So in the next 12 hours, put your, your phone at silent. Don't pick any calls. No disturbances. Listen to the sermon. Pray along with the prayer point. And after that, take your Bible and zoom into the supernatural. The Spirit of God will be with you. God will bless your life and things will be so well with you. God bless you so much. At the break of fast 6 p.m., you are entitled to any choice of food. You can take all the drinks, all the water, all the food you want to eat. By 9 p.m., you are done. Then you start praying and pray into the time. Pray into the deep hours. By 12 a.m., arise and pray. Pray like two hours before you sleep again. And God is going to show you something great and wonderful. Beloved, God bless you. So this is how things are going to be for the next seven days. As I said, do not call me, please. We are before the Lord to seek his face for favor, for mercies, and to inquire of the Lord the things that will happen in the year 2020. On the 1st of January 2020, I will send written and audio sermons, uh, sorry, and audio messages of the prophecies that God has revealed concerning year 2020 as we've been doing every blessed year do all to come online by 9 p.m on the first of january 2020 the lord bless you and let's hear the word of god so as i said i've entitled today's sermon experiencing god's power experiencing god's power when we are talking about god's power we are talking about God's ability and capability and capacity, God's strength and God's authority over us as believers. We are talking about God's power, God's ability, his capacity, his strength and authority over everybody so far as God created us. Even those who don't believe in God, listen to something here. 
People are going to the fetish priest. People are serving people. People are doing the occultism and other things. But those people are forgotten that it is God that created them. So beloved, if you want someone to trust, is it God or is it the things that people are serving? If you want someone to abide in, is it God or the people that God has created? So you are supposed to trust in the creator and not the creature. Trust in the creator another creature so quickly as i explained the meaning of god's power the greek word is dynamis dynamis meaning power so as i've explained god's power quickly let's go to the bible and i'm reading from the new king james version i like that version so much because it carries so simple english so that as you read people can understand and then get the word so well so i'm reading from genesis chapter 17. i'll read verse 1 to 10 then i jump from 15 to 22. let's hear the word of god genesis chapter 17. i read from verse 1 to 10 and the topic is the sign of the covenant when abraham when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. And will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abraham fell on his face. And God talked to him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations no longer shall your name be called abraham but your name shall be abraham for i have made you a father of many nations let me pause here so the bible is saying that god appeared to a man called abraham god is this is how he used to work he will call someone and work with him for some time and after that when he's done with the person he will choose another person he loves and he will work with so there is this man called abraham that god called him this man was 99 years old and god appeared to him and said to him that i am almighty god when you read the hebrew version uh, the greek version it is translated as al shaddai that is the hebrew version they all mean that God. So he's the almighty God. So he told him that I have all the powers. I have all the glory. I have all the strength. I have all the authority over everything. I am our Shaddai God. I am the almighty God. He appeared to him and told him that, hey, be blameless. Walk before me. And I shall establish my covenant between you and I. Beloved, one thing you have to come to realization is that before you can experience the power of God, number one, you have to be blameless. Number two, you have to work before God. Number three, he has to make a covenant with you. Day in and day out, you read our Bible and see that God has blessed people. God has established covenant with people. And we also want to join. But we do not have any covenant with him. We do not 
live blameless life we are not walking in a sight but yet do we want to encounter his grace and glory no it doesn't work that way unless you are blameless unless you work before him in our humility then he will make a covenant with you and he will multiply you exceedingly then he said no longer shall your name be abraham but your name will be abraham for i have made you a father of many nations and i will make you exceedingly fruitful and i will make nations of you and kings shall come from you and i will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generation for an everlasting covenant to be god to you and your descendant after also i will give you and your descendant after you the land in which you are a stranger all in the land of canaan as an everlasting possession and i will be their god and god said to abraham as for you you shall keep my covenant and your descendant after you throughout their generation this is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendant after you every male child among you shall be circumcised and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin and it shall be a sign of covenant between me and you beloved this is the word of god for us this day that god appeared to his man called abraham and then he changed his name to abraham and god told him that he shall make him father of all nations provided he walk before him and then he will be with him then he would make a covenant with him after he had been blameless this morning i'm preaching about experiencing the lord's power experiencing god's power how can we experience god's power we can experience god's power by being blameless by walking before him by having a covenant with him as god have a covenant with abraham the bible said that he was called abraham and at the age of 99 god appeared to him and god told him that walk before me be blameless and i'll make a covenant between you and i and then you will be the father of all nations i will multiply you exceedingly and even your descendants will be blessed So this man started being blameless. This man was walking before the Lord. And God was doing exceedingly something great in his life. He said, I am the Almighty God. I'm the Ashadai. Walk before me. Be blameless. And I will make my covenant with you. Beloved, the Lord spoke to him. Quickly, let me read something from the same Genesis 17, 15 to 22. And I read then god said to abraham ask for sarah your wife you shall not call her name sarah but sarah shall be her name and i will bless her and also give you a son by name by her then i will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations kings of people shall be from her then abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old and shall sarah who is 90 years old bear a child and abraham 
said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with all his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him, and he will make him fruitful, and will multiply exceedingly. He shall beget twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time. Next year. Then he finished talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. Beloved, this is the word of God for us this day. The Bible said that after God has spoken with Abraham, he spoke also concerning his wife, Sarah. At first it was Sarah, and God changed his name to Sarah. And God said, I'll make you mother of all nations. Kings and princes will arise from you. As the Lord has said. And then God said to Abraham, that you shall bear a son. Your wife Sarah shall bear a son, and his name shall be called Isaac. And the Bible said that Abraham laughed. Not that he didn't believe what God has said. Not that Abraham was doubting God. But Abraham looked at the scientific equations. He looked at the natural means that he being 100 years, and his wife Sarah being 90 years, how possible could it be that Sarah can give birth again? So Abraham was saying that God, you promised that you bless my descendants. Yes, I know that I allowed, I allowed my wife allowed me, and I took permission from her, and I slept with her maid servant uh, Hagar, and I'm giving birth to Ishmael. So I know that I have a son called Ishmael. And that for that matter, let your blessing that you have for me, let it come to Ishmael. For I am old and I don't need that blessings again. But God said, no, Abraham, I am promising you another son. He is called Isaac and he will come from Sarah. I know that Sarah is barren and that she cannot give birth. Sarah is 90 years old. But I want to demonstrate my power. I want you to experience my power. So I will give Sarah a son called Isaac. And because you have laughed call him isaac and the meaning is laughter abraham did not believe this abraham was that in this because he knew that he was 100 years older where he had exhausted all the powers where there were no strength but god is saying that he will give them a son and he shall be called isaac sarah did not believe her abraham was doubting her he was not doubting the power of god but he was doubting the son that was coming and he knew that hey this son had already come and this son is Ishmael and so God said that uh, I will bless Ishmael and I will bless his descendant uh, but he has a covenant with Isaac uh, and not with Ishmael beloved it is better for you to have a covenant with God than to bless equally uh, so Ishmael belonging to the Islamic side uh, in today's world uh, Ishmael got the blessings so nobody can take the blessings from the from the Muslim nobody can take the blessing because it is God that blessed Ishmael and Ishmael descendants are the Muslims. So God said that for Ishmael, I have blessed him as you required. But for Isaac, I have 
made my covenant with him and i'll bless the descendant and i will bless and bless them and i will give them the promised land even you are strangers on this land but i will give the land to you then the lord experienced and showed the power to abraham and sarah the bible said a year after sarah bore a son and his name was called isaac as god has promised abraham beloved most of times we say that and we've seen people we've read from the bible people are experiencing god people are getting manifestations people are getting their healings people are being delivered people are giving testimonies we see in the bible that elijah will heal somebody jesus will do miracles and you ask yourself so when are you also going to experience the power of god this morning you are experiencing the power of god in a great way the other time jesus said in john 14 12 that if you believe in me greater are the things that you will do the question is this morning do we believe in god if you want to experience the power of god number one we have to be blameless we have to walk before the lord then he can make a covenant with us and things will go well for us if you are not doing any of these things then we cannot boast of anything that is coming from the lord we cannot get anything from god if you cannot live that blameless life so we have to live that blameless life in order for us to experience the power of god So the other time the Bible said, Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul had seen Jesus Christ on his way to Damascus where he was blindfolded and he was convicted and converted of his sins. But here Paul is saying that I, I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Beloved, you can only experience the power of God when you know him, when you believe him. So many people are saying that I am trusting God, I know God, I believe in God. But ask yourself, does God know you? Does he recognize you as a son? Does he see you blameless? Does he see you walking upright in his path? Does God see you that he has a covenant with you? In the year 2020, it's a year of experiencing God's power. And the only way we can experience His power is to be blameless, is to live a life that is not of sin, is to live a life that is full of sincere, is to live a life that is full of great things. Then we can have a covenant with Him. And the Lord will bless us mightily. And his grace will come upon our lives. God is looking for people to demonstrate his power through. 
He's looking for people to do wonderful things through. Then I ask, are you ready to experience his power? Quickly, let me read from 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9a. And I read. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. God is looking for the loyal heart. God is looking for somebody to demonstrate his power through. God is looking for somebody to perform miracles through. God is looking for somebody to perform signs and wonders through. God is looking for somebody to show the dynamics through. Are you willing to experience the power of God? Are you willing to be a living testimony of the power of God in all aspects of your life? Then you are the one that God is looking for. Then his eyes are going Around to and fro, God is looking throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him. Are you loyal to God? How do you want to experience the power of God when you are serving the world, when you are going by the dictates of the world, when you are not willing to sacrifice anything, when you are not willing to conform to the things of this world? That is what Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. The Paul said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, in view of God's message, that ye present your bodies as living sacrifices, only and acceptable unto God, and do not conform any longer to the power things of this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind be metamorphosed be changed by the renewal of your mind be transmogrified by the renewal of your mind ladies and gentlemen until we live that loyal life to god ladies and gentlemen until we are blameless in the sight of god ladies and gentlemen until we walk in the sight of god until we walk before god until we live a great life of trust her until we believe in God, until we have total and absolute faith in God. We cannot experience his power. We cannot live with him. He cannot make a covenant with us. People of God, until you experience the power of God, you will not see the greatness in God. Until you live a blameless life, you cannot experience his power. Until you sacrifice something of the world to get something of God. You cannot experience his power. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself so strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. How well are you serving God? The moment things are not going well, then you start blame games. Then you start looking at other alternatives. You cannot wait on God. So you start working on fetish. You start going about doing bad and worse things. But I came to speak to you this day 
that this year the year 2020 is a year of experiencing god's power and for you to be partaker of that power you need to come to god you need to believe in him you need to have faith in god and then i go to the anchor verse for this seven days program psalm 62 verse 11. once god has spoken twice have i heard this that power belongs to god i take it again one god has spoken twice have i heard this that power belongs to god hey 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 one god has spoken twice have i heard this that power belongs to god people of god this is the word of god for us power does not belong to the fetish priest power does not belong to the malam power does not belong to that person power does not belong to the aquatic power belongs to god power belongs to god it belongs to the al shaddai it belongs to jehovah elohim it belongs to jehovah rohika it belongs to jehovah alpha he is the alpha and omega it belongs to jehovah nekadiskar power belongs to jehovah nisi all power belongs to god the almighty it belongs to the immutable god it belongs to the uncompromising god all power belongs to the almighty god the omnipotent God, the omniscient God, the omnipresent God, He is the one that has all power. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this the power belongs to God. What God has once spoken stands. Anything God has said concerning your life is stands. One thing that God has said about you is stands. It will never fade away. It will never go off. It will never be missing until it comes to pass. That is why we say that what God has once spoken concerning your life, concerning your situation, concerning anything, it stands. It is irreversible. You cannot change it. You cannot reverse it. It is immutable. You cannot change anything about it. It is fair. What God has said is sure. It is unalterable. He does not repent. God cannot lie. God does not lie. God cannot lie. Nor will he alter a thing. And it has gone out of his lips. Anything that God will say will come to pass. So therefore, you are to trust in his word 100%. You are to trust him 100%. So once God has spoken, once he has spoken, you have to trust the words of God. It doesn't mean that God has spoken only once throughout the whole Bible. No, it means that one thing he has spoken of, you have to hold it and trust it. Men of high degree will fail you. Men will fail you today, tomorrow, and the next day. Do not trust in men. Do not trust in your pastors. Do not trust in everybody. Do not trust in men. Trust in the Lord again. Trust in the Lord always and always. It's only God that we can trust in. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Everybody will fail you, but God will not fail you. His words will not fail. 
He's the only one that can save you. And as you trust the Lord with all your heart, you will experience His glory. You will experience His power in the year 2020 in the name of Jesus. Now quickly, how can we experience His power? How can we experience His power? We can experience God's power if you do not discount his ability to accomplish the impossible by simply believing in him most times we ask ourselves so can god do this particular thing this situation that i'm going through this problem that i'm facing this challenge that i'm going through can god solve it for me the moment you think about this thing the moment you utter this word beloved it means that you are not believing in god you are not trusting in god you don't think that anything good can come from god no it is a big mistake you have to have that full assurance that once he has spoken everything is possible with him it is with men that is impossible but with god almighty everything is possible that sickness will not kill you that childbirth and the barrenness will come back to its normal state and you will give better people go to the hospital and doctors say that your womb is no more functioning you cannot give back but as you trust in the supernatural power of god if it's even 50 years of marriage god will give you a child if your finances is not going well if your health you have issues if things are not going on well for you in life i pray for you this day that may you trust in God and experience his power and experience his glory and experience his power the good numbers will come to you in the name of Jesus God had worked faithfully with Moses and Moses had also worked faithfully with God he had been a good servant but God told Moses that the people are complaining they want something to drink. So Moses, take this rod of yours. Stretch it toward the rock. And water will come out of it for people to drink. Moses underrated the power of God. And he thought that it couldn't be possible. So he used it to hit the rock. And the water gushed out. God told Moses, that Moses, I will kill you. Most time people say that because of Moses' quick temper, that is why God killed Moses. No, God did not eliminate Moses because of his quick temper. But God killed him because Moses directed the powers of God to the people. So the people thought that, no, this thing God has said through Moses, it is not going to happen. How is it possible that Moses is going to strike for this rock towards, his, his rock towards the rock and water is going to come out of it? when he has not used any machine when he has not used any dynamite when he has not used any strong machine to break for the rock how is it possible for water to come through this beloved until you believe god don't expect to experience his power so god killed moses because moses underrated the powers of god i pray for you this day that may you not underrate the powers of god also, you can experience the power of God. Oh, 
by believing in him. In Genesis 16:10, when God appeared to Abraham, Abraham didn't doubt, but he loved. Most of the questions like, how can God fix our situation? How can God change this state? And then we keep on asking and asking. The moment you start doing that, you've underrated the power of God. You are not believing in it, you are doubting. So it can never work for you. So day in and day out, you see it in the Bible, it will work. But for you, it will never and ever work for you. Why? Because of how you've underrated the power of God. What is your impossible situation? What are the things that you think that God cannot do in your life? I came to tell you that God can do everything that you are looking for in life. God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask of. He can do it. So trust in the Lord. Trust in God. And he will make things well for you. In Ezekiel 36, 26, the Bible said that, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status. And you will keep my judgments and do them. Maybe you are hearing me this morning. You have a stony heart. You don't believe in God. You don't trust in God. So you cannot experience his power. This morning, God is here to give you a new heart. God is here to do a new thing for you. For you to experience his power and his glory. Jesus did not perform many miracles in his hometown. One, because of unbelief. The people did not believe in him. So nothing good could work for them. They couldn't experience the power of God through Jesus because they did not believe. Their problem was unbelief. It's only when you believe in God that his power can work in your life, that his power can be made manifest in your life. Number two, you can experience his power when you work blamelessly before the Lord. When you work blamelessly before the Lord, blamelessness does not mean sinfulness. Blamelessness does not mean sinfulness. It simply means that you have a simple heart. You are without blame. You are living a sincere heart. You are wholly devoted to God. So everything that you are doing, you are devoted to God. So everything you are doing, you are devoted to God. So in Genesis 5, 24, the Bible says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And Enoch walked with God, for he was not, and God took him. Meaning that Enoch walked with God and did not die. Because Enoch lived a blameless life. He was so sincere to God. He was wholly devoted to the things of God. So God could save Enoch. He was blameless before the Lord. 
He was so blamelessly before God. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 9, about it, this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah worked with God, and Noah begot three sons. Listen, Noah was a just man. He was perfect in his generation, and he worked with God. So we've read that Enoch worked with God. Enoch was blameless. Noah was blameless. They were just men. They were sincere. They were wholly devoted to the things of God. That is how you can experience the power of God. Let me quickly read something from James chapter 1, verse 7 to 8. James 1, 7, 8. Let's read something. James 1, 7 and 8. And I read. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded man, unstable in his ways. Beloved, the man that cannot receive and experience God's power is the one that has double mind. The man who is double-minded in his ways is the person who cannot receive God's power, who cannot experience his power. Why? Because all the time he's thinking about two things. Should I believe in God or I should believe in the things of the world? Should I trust God or I should trust men? Should this thing work? Will this thing work for me or this thing will not work for me? The moment you are double-minded and your ways are not upright, forget about you experiencing the power and the glory of God come 2020 for you to experience the power and the glory of God you don't have to be double minded come 2020 for you to experience the power the dynamics the power of the living God you do not have to be double minded for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord he is double minded man unstable in his way for you to experience power 2020 you have to be stable in your ways you have to conform to the things of god you have to live a blameless life you have to go before the lord you have to walk upright you have to live a just life you have to be blameless for you to experience the power and the blessings and the glory and the favor and the great things of god you have to be blameless and also another way that you can experience the power of God is to respond to God's grace. Respond to God's grace. How can we respond to God's grace? I'm reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9 and 10. And I read the words of Paul. For I am least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace towards me was not in vain but I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I but the grace of God which was with me therefore whether it was I or they, so we preach and so you believe. 
But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Paul was saying that I am the least of the apostles, meaning that Paul came so later because the Bible said that he was caught so according to Acts chapter 9, and he was caught so and he was tormenting the Christians. He was a penny signatories for their death. And the Bible said that he was persecuting the church. But Acts chapter 9, on the way to Damascus, when he met Jesus Christ and he was blindfolded and got through Ananias, received, regained his sight. When Paul was transformed he became the little one meaning Paul and the Bible said that he said I am the least among them all but I labored more abundantly than them all why because of the grace of God but by the grace of God I am what I am ladies and gentlemen we can experience the power of God when we submit ourselves to the grace of God when we respond to the grace of God when we believe that the grace will work for us Only when you believe in the grace of God that the grace can work for you, that is when you can experience the power of God. We are all living under the grace. Ephesians 2 verse 8, Bible said that for by grace are we saved through faith, which is a free gift of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot experience the power of God when we do not submit to the grace that Jesus Christ has made it sufficient for you and I. Unless we submit to the grace, forget about experiencing his power. Because that I'm the least of all, but by the grace, I could abound more abundantly. I could labor more abundantly just because of the grace of God. People of God, I pray for you that may God help you to trust him, to have total faith in him, to walk blamelessly in his sight and live upright for him. To experience its power and glory. The next thing that will help us to experience its power is to be continually be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus Christ promised the disciples. Then he said, but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth he said but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem in judea in all samaria and to the ends of the world. So for you to experience the power of God, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 downwards, the Bible said that 
When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance, ladies and gentlemen, until the Holy Spirit spirit comes from you you shall not experience the power of god Though the Holy Spirit comes upon you, uh, you cannot experience the full power of God. Uh, you cannot experience the grace of God. Uh, so the disciples were in the upper room because Jesus has told them that do not come outside because your master has been killed. When you go outside, they will kill you. Uh, so everybody was upstairs. Uh, they have locked the door and engaged in serious prayers. Uh, and as they were praying, the Bible said that uh, and the Spirit of the living God came upon them. It was the day of Pentecost. At people were celebrating the feast they were also in the upper room praying to god uh, waiting on the holy spirit and the bible said that uh, and they were filled with the holy spirit because suddenly something came suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting then there appeared to them divided tongue as of fire and one sat upon each of them i pray for you that may the spirit of god visit you this morning may the power of god come on you so strong and may the glory of god be upon your life you need to experience the holy spirit for you to have the power of God. In the year 2020, we are going to experience the grace of God. Quickly, I read from Ephesians 5, 18 to 21. Ephesians 5, 18 to 21. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is the passage, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the lord giving thanks always for all things to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ submitting to one another in the fear of god people of god the bible tells us that we should not be drunk with wine but in a way which dissipates but be filled with the spirit you need to be filled with the spirit for you to experience the power of god people of god as i bring my sermon to a close we would experience the power of god by understanding his love for us because the love of god is so mighty and strong that it surpasses all sin. So irrespective of every sin that you find yourself in, it is the love of God that will take us to the throne room of grace where we can experience the power. God loves us so much that when we confess our sins, he will forgive us and we can experience his power. In Ephesians 3.20, and now unto him, 
He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we think of. So God will do something exceedingly in your life. In the year 2020, you experience His grace and power. The last point for us to experience God's power is to meditate on His Word. Praying in the Spirit. Meditating on His Word. Praying in Spirit. As you are fasting and you are meditating on this Word, let's also pray in the Spirit. Then I read from Jude 20. Then he says, But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we can experience the power of God when we build ourselves on the most holy faith. Having faith in God. Trusting in God. In Hebrews 11, 1 now, the Bible says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Meaning that it's not set our eyes on the thing, but we are trusting in God that the thing will come to our life. We've not seen anything, but we are trusting in the supernatural grace. We are believing in the power of God that things will break forth for us. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Communing with the Spirit. Not conforming to the things of the world, but trusting in the grace and mercies of God. Then we would experience the power of God. Wherever you are, God bless you this morning for the word that has come to us. Briefly, I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, Kalabo Shalabalish, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, wherever you are, quickly, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. But Dimalo Shadabare Karesa. I want to pray with you. I want to lay down some prayer topics that we pray together. Number one, we are praying. God will bless us today. We are praying and thanking God for the gift of life. We are praying and thanking God for giving us this opportunity to fast. We are praying and thanking God for giving us fresh life. We are praying and thanking God for his grace and mercies upon our life. Wherever you are, that is our number one prayer. Then number two, we pray and ask for forgiveness of sins. That God will purge us. God will purge us from all our sins in the name of Jesus. God will cleanse us from all anxieties. God will cleanse us from all forms of sin. We are praying 
pray, we are praying, we are praying. That is our number two prayer topic. Then number three, we will pray that the Holy Spirit will visit us as we are fasting for seven days. That the Holy Spirit will visit us from today to 30th of December. Let the Spirit of God visit us. Pray, 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 pray. Then number four prayer, we are praying that God will strengthen us. The glory of God will come to us. Pray, 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 pray. And the last prayer, we are praying that God would help us to experience his power in the year 2020. God should help us experience his power from today that we experience his power. God should help us to live a blameless life. God should help us to live a blameless life. God should help us to walk upright in his inside. God should help us to be just men. God should help us to be holy, devoted to him in the name of Jesus. Breaking tongues. Hey, Kalesara. Break fourteen tons. Break fourteen tons. Hey, male maresa. Iga debrosha da 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 reka taliza do. I maturi madega rata la sarabaluga. Reme kalu mandina mande basada da. Break fourteen tons. Somebody, if you cannot pray in tons, now you are receiving the power. You are receiving the dynamite. You are speaking in tons. Receive it now. Receive the gift now. Receive it now. Receive it now. It is coming forth from your mouth. You are receiving it. Hey, male mareka. Receive now in the name of Jesus the power of God is coming to you experience his power now 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 it is coming like fire 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 in marriage I sorry and pity by other in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, the Lord bless you richly. The Lord bless you and favor you. God bless you, people of God. Thank you very much this morning, God. We are so grateful, Almighty God. I pray with you, Father. We thank you for your word that has come to us, Spirit Divine. This morning, we commit ourselves unto you, Daddy. As we are embarking on our seven days fast, I pray that may you grant us the strength in Jesus' name. May you favor us, O God. May you shut every belly in the name of Jesus. Daddy, strengthen us and speak to us throughout these seven days in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for your word that has come to us. In Jesus' name, have we prayed. Amen. Beloved, God bless you so much. Thank you this morning. I'm Papa Elijah, and for the next six days, I will bring the word of God to you intermittently. I will share visions, I will share sermons, I will share prayer topics. So this morning, as you've heard the word, meditate on it throughout the whole day, and then pray alongside the prayer points. And by evening you, or afternoon, you hear from me. God bless you so much. And then it is seven days of his power hosted by Papa Elijah, and then it is by Kingdom Monday Devotion. God bless you so much. It is online program, Facebook and WhatsApp, so that anybody everywhere, anywhere can join and fast. The Lord bless you, in Jesus' name. Shalom. Bye-bye.